They are using all kinds of symbology. What is at stake? It is a big idea. A new world order where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. My question to you is, in any of your government jobs, have you ever been briefed on the subject of UFOs? And if you have, when was it? What were you told? Well, if I had been briefed on that, I'm sure it was probably classified and I couldn't talk about it. When I got out in 1989, we had cataloged 57 different species. We walked over to one side of the lab and he said, by the way, we've discovered a base. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Greetings and salutations to all my fellow Sky Watchers everywhere listening on this beautiful February 21st, 2017th, as we broadcast live from New Logic Studios down in Miami, Florida which is, of course, located on this third rock from the sun, which, I don't know if you knew this, happens to be called Planet Earth. A little known fact is a little blue wonder floating in the no, cosmos. Uh, it's not your lion. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I only tell the truth. Now, to all our intergalactic listeners, rainbow, you know? yes, to all intergalactic listeners, I say, that means welcome, intergalactic language. Hell, if you're from another dimension, welcome to uh, Skywatchers Radio, all you flat earthers listening in, drop a line, have a seat, thank you for being here with us, I'm of course Angel Espino, and as always with me is my hetero radio life mate, the one and only, the man born to one day help me take over the world, that's right, he's my pinky, Alan Weiler. (laughs) Sorry, you you pinched me up so much I had to give an evil laugh there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we shall take over the world, Pinky. I don't even know what to do with that. Now, well, also I tonight with us, ideas, but you know, yeah. Well, you don't want you don't want to know his ideas. You don't want to know Pinky's ideas, Pinky. True, true. Calm true. down, Pinky. Let hey, me announce. Me to, that's a great idea. I could get Pinky on the show, not to mention the brain. Now that I that, think about it, that is marvelous, Pinky. I, I I I could actually give him a call. I, I could send him a text, uh, not a text, but a Facebook right now. You know what? But bullshit. I'm calling bullshit <laughs> on you, other guy, because I've heard this song and dance before. I've heard before, I can get so and so on. Hold, hold on, before you start arguing. Hold on. Gents, ladies, before you start arguing. By the way, Crystal, Crystal, go ahead and look at my Facebook, and you'll see I actually talk to him on occasion once in a while. Hold on. Before you guys continue. Ready? Mm-hmm. Also tonight, the groovy Googable, always reliable and very loving woo-woo herself, Crystal Storm. The other voice you're you're hearing here argue with the other guy. Hey, Crystal, how you doing? What's up? What's up? I love this word Googable. Yeah, you <laughs> like just, that? I want a t-shirt. She's now, so Googable. Oh yeah, she's so Googable. <laughs> it just makes me so happy. Uh, now we're gonna have a new segment uh, in a little while, but we're not gonna have a uh, new segment guest. Uh, we're trying to get hold of Chris. Uh, but he's not available. Nancy wasn't available. Uh, so it's just going to be the three of us. That's right. Just the three of us. 
If anybody wants to join, thank God for that. If anybody wants to join us and uh, you know be part of the news uh, segment or later on in the show, please do so. Open lines the rest of the way seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. That's right seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. And uh, we have some uh, really uh, some interesting news that we're going to go over in the wall of weird in a little bit uh, here. And uh, of course later on we have uh, news from the, or actually blast from the a-hole, which we're going to go over as well. We have five new questions sent in by you, the a-holes of America and the world who wanted to blast them our way, and they shall be blasted tonight here on Skywatchers Radio. And um, there's uh, some interesting stuff that we're going to uh, talk about here in the Wall of Weird that I uh, got to. I don't know if you saw the postings on the Facebook page uh, that I put Put a little while. No, you never do. Of course, I wasn't talking to you. No, I was. I, I never. Look, other guy. Let, let's let's be clear. <laughs> let, let's oh. be clear here for a second. Whenever I say stuff like, I posted this for you guys to look at. I'm sure you've seen it, or I, you know, I just posted something earlier uh, in case you see you've seen it. It's never meant to you because I know you you don't read oh, it. Okay. Like, I Sorry, know you pay I attention have a busy life. Right. <laughs> yeah. Of course. With my dude, if you knew the hours I actually was working, you'd be like, "How do you only work twenty hours a day? No, twenty hours a week." Most people are upset when I only tell when I tell them I only work twenty hours a week. It's terrible. And you know? yet, this is the same person who works twenty hours a week who can't figure out what guests we're having on from week to week. And like every Ever. week is like last minute, like, "So who's on tonight?" I'm like, "Dude, it's been posted for four weeks, man. Four weeks." I know, I know, I know. It's all my fault, I know. Blame it Uh, on me, I know. Other guy. (laughs) Now, I've been teasing for the last few days, uh, and since last week, really, that we probably had uh, some of the uh, most earth-shattering news ever to be laid out to our audience here on Skywatchers Radio, and we're going to get to that also a little bit later on. It's earth-shattering, it's ground-knocking, it's going to like really hit you from left field. Some people are going to be happy, some people are going to be mad, some people are going to be rejoicing, some people are going to be upset, some people are going to call in and say, what the hell? And some people are going to call in and say, woohoo! And you never know, some people are, there's that one guy a while back. Yeah, that he might one be. Guy. He might be happy, but we'll <laughs> get know, to that a little bit more. later. I'm no, actually, I doubt like, it. I would, I would, it would really like tickle me if we got like a wide variety. That would actually be really amazing. <laughs> I highly doubt it. I really, really doubt it. Uh, but I tell you what, we're gonna get to that a little bit later because uh, there is a lot to talk about when it comes to the wall of weird news mm-hmm. and. Um, I, I, I think we should just uh, jump right into some uh, news. What do you guys think? I think we should do it. Huh? Definitely. I'm cool with that. I'm ready for that. Let's just, yeah. let's just do it. My body is ready. ready. By the way, did you hear about the wall Whoa. weird where that the fight that's going on with Secure Team 10? Uh, no, but we can get to that in a second here. Okay. Okay. Fine, I'll shut up then. For now, for now let's get to the wall of weird now. Wall of weird news on Skywatchers Radio. 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 All right, there we go. That's the wall of weird audio clip, which, uh, you know, unfortunately the other guy in Crystal here can't hear. Uh, but I know you guys heard it and it took me all about... How about you sing it for us? No, I ain't singing crap for you. But it took me all about 30 seconds to create this about uh, two weeks ago. Nice. Damn, I'm nice. Good. I'm going to listen uh, to the show archives and I'll get on it. Oh, it's so good. It's very, like, CNN-ish. Yeah. 
Nice. Because, you know, we spread fake news here. We like a lot of fake news. That's what we do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're about it. (laughs) UFOs are all fake news. Uh, We're all about the fake news, baby. Yeah. We are all about the fake news. (laughs) Now, leading off on the wall of weird, check this out. NASA is uh, making major announcements this week. Uh, there's uh, one that's a really huge announcement they're about to set off tomorrow, and uh, some say they uh, they are about to announce a major exoplanet uh, that has been discovered, and one that that is Earth-like, and it's on the habitable zone, and they're saying there's all kinds of signs of life on this thing. Now, it, this Wait, is... Uh, they're already saying there's all kinds of source, signs of life? Yes. Now, the crazy thing is that this is a super Earth, so it's a little bit larger, but it's just like Earth in a lot of ways. Uh, it looks like it has water, methane, and all kinds of, like, the same kind of ingredients. It's in the same Goldilocks zone, uh, which is the closest habitable, uh, habitable, habitable planet needs to be to be habitable. It needs to be close to the sun in a certain distance and orbit a certain way, and this has that Goldilocks zone, just like the Earth has around the, uh, the sun. Uh, so it looks, uh, very much like, uh, they're gonna announce this tomorrow. Now there's been rumors, and of course there's always, you know, speculation and rumors, that the announcement is not this planet. Okay. But, okay. But, then but the is... NASA is about to announce Planet X. Ooh, finally. That would be interesting. Oh, well, it depends where it's going, yeah. That's true. That's true. Right. Too. They'd never tell us if it was about to crash into Earth. They'd never tell us that. Well, of course not. No. Now, uh, our good friend Jacob Israel, remember him? Yeah, yeah. He has a new video out, and he's actually talking about it, and I'm going to play the clip later on during the uh, next segment here. And uh, it's actually a very interesting uh, video that he just posted, and he's talking about this very thing uh, where he actually is one of the people that believes that they're actually talking about maybe uh, Planet X, which actually at this point really wouldn't be Planet X. It would be like Planet 9 since Pluto got demoted and it's all kinds of, it's you know. Planet 9 from outer space. Exactly. That's really what it's become. Uh, now, either, either or, though, look, whether they announce Planet X or they announce this, uh, planet that is Earth-like and it's uh, in a habitable zone and it could be an Earth-like planet. I mean, either or, it's, I mean, it, I'm still, like, excited over the news tomorrow, whether it's either or. I mean, both of them are very exciting news, especially in the world of science, uh, to know that there's, you know, now NASA opening up saying, okay, look, we find a planet that's very much like Earth in the habitable zone. This might be a Earth twin type of planet type of thing. And this thing is about four light years away from Earth, by the way, so... Pretty far. How long would it take us to get? Is that pretty far? That's pretty far, yeah. That's pretty far. That's pretty far. Pretty far. That's good. That's good. It's how many? Far. How many light years did you say? Four. It's about four. Okay, light years. so yeah. we'll get there before the year three thousand, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Unless someone found a TARDIS somewhere, you know. Okay. Or okay. the Millennium Falcon, you know, twelve parsecs. You know, that's all we need. Yeah, this is true. Now, yeah. since the, art, now the article here, and I'm going to read it out loud, it says, uh, NASA will make major announcements related to exoplanets at a press conference at the agency's headquarters in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday. In a press release sent out Monday, NASA said that the uh, its press event will address a discovery beyond our solar system. The press conferences, uh, it added, will present new findings on planets 
that orbit stars other than the, uh, than our sun, uh, known as exoplanets. Thomas, uh, and I'm going to probably butcher his last name, uh, Zerbruchen? Zerbruchen? Zerbruchen. Close enough. Yeah, yeah close the Z word. Yeah, he's, uh, Thomas Z, Associate there Administrator of Science Admission uh, Directorate. Directorate? Anyway, he's uh, from NASA headquarters in Washington. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we'll participate <laughs> in the briefing along with experts from MIT, the Space Telescope Science Institute uh, in Baltimore, and NASA's Spitzer Science Center. And uh, it says your astronomers discover 60 new worlds and find super-Earths. Think about that, guys. Details of the finding are embargoed by the uh, journal Nature until 1 p.m. Eastern, according to NASA. CNET said that it had seen the research and in the article published on Monday, adding that while we can't share details yet, let's just say it could very easily provide us with a new setting for many future works of science fiction. Exoplanets have certainly been in the spotlight recently, uh, new neighbor scientists discovered closest to habitable, habitable planets. Uh, since here last week, an international team of astronomers announced the discovery of 60 exoplanets, which I guess is going to be part of the uh, discovery here. But um, Stars close to Earth, solar system, including rocky super-Earth-like planets. The experts also found evidence of an additional 54 planets, bringing the potential discovery of new worlds to 114 new planets. Including with nice. this uh, super Earth, very cool. Nice, that is pretty cool. See, I'm always so. <laughs> see, this is why it's difficult to be Crystal Storm sometimes. I'm serious. This is a true story, guys. Because I hear this and I'm just like, duh. I'm not as excited as other people would be, and I guess it's just because that. I mean, we would do. I've been doing this so long. You have this belief that there are these planets out there. So when NASA finds one, I'm just like, it took you long enough. And I suppose it's nice to have science kind of back up what you, like, instinctively just kind of, like, feel. But I'm just like, oh, yay, good, thanks for being on the wagon. We all have well, been on you know, forever. Unfortunately, <laughs> on, on a science tip, we're all kind of, like, on the uh, on the back end of a long history of uh, of science and exploration. And unfortunately, we're, like, at the baby's beginning. You know, we're, we're learning to crawl oh, right yeah. now as a species. So, you know, this stuff is exciting right now. But, it, I mean, just imagine if we would have been born 200 years in the future, how much more exciting technology and the way things would be in the future would be to us. Especially since we're, like, all techie nerds and we all, like, want to be in the Star Trek universe kind of, like, world as it is. Uh, so just imagine one day it will be kind of like that, where we'll be traveling the stars and unless we blow ourselves into smithereens, right? Like, right. That, yeah. At that point, well, it would be game's over, kids. Blow ourselves to smithereens. I like that word, smithereens, yeah. by the way. Smithereens is a good word. Smithereens is a good word. See, and that's always been my kind of feeling, too, that I think it's awesome that we, you know, that we discover these planets, especially, but when I hear that they're Earth-like, I'm always worried because I know kind of like, you know, the general consensus is let's go colonize them, let's go check them out, let's go do that. And my thought process has always been, how about you learn how to take care of this one first, and then you go sit on another planet. That's I'm just going to throw that out there. Yep, that says uh, Proxima Centauri is the star closest uh, to the Earth outside of our solar system. Scientists announced the discovery of Proxima B last year, noting that the planet is about 1.3 times the size of the Earth. Depending mm. on the conditions there, Proxima B could be potentially what a boring life. Name. Yeah, well, what that's a just boring now. name for a planet. Stupid. Scientists need to get more creative. It needs to be like you know. Big fucking pretty Earth too, or you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, they should start giving like Star Wars names, like like Tatooine. 
Yes, yes. Why not? Absolutely. Oh, or, so maybe, or maybe Earth 2 is like Alderaan, you know, right. or maybe we should call it that because Alderaan didn't do too well. But you yeah. know what I'm saying, like something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> It'll be like a reboot to Alderaan. Hey, if we ever find a race of beings that have pointy ears, let's just call them Vulcans. Why not? Just, I mean, let's just do it. Why not? And they'd probably be they really offended, but whatever. They wouldn't know any better. No, they don't. They won't know the language. It will be like whatever your name is. It translates to Vulcan on Earth. That's just what the way it is. Right until somebody shows them Star Trek, and then all of a sudden they're offended. Well, I mean, would you be offended? <laughs> I mean, really, Vulcans are like pretty cool in Star Trek. I mean, it's, well, it's I'm just saying. Spark. Well, I mean, yeah. all right. I mean, it's a good. I I'm not really a Trekkie, so I can't really speak on the Vulcans. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, Other guy, back me up on this. Hands. I mean, Mister Spock is a pretty cool character. Back me up on this. You're I mean, nerd. Spock's cool. I know Spock. Spock is cool. He's a cool right. dude. How about Tuvok? Huh, he's pretty cool. A Huwak? Tuvok. Tuvok. What's a Tuvok? You don't know about Tuvok. He was the black, uh, he's the black Vulcan. The black Vulcan. He's, he's the I black Spock. Hang on, let me let me Google it. Let me see. Because I, I don't know I don't do names. Hang on. Which is kind of messed up. They call them is Tuvok. It, is it like Tuvok? Is it like no, the like, way it's like the Tupac, way it but Tuvok. Because they, wants, you know, Google is changing that. it to two back. Google is confused about what I just typed in. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me try it again. Let me try it. I'm gonna find him. Tuvok. I found him. I found him. Okay, this guy. I don't think I've ever seen a Star Trek episode with him in it. But you've never seen. You've never seen Voyager. You've never seen Voyager, really. I might have catched, caught like May. Who was the captain in Voyager? The 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 chick Genway. No, I didn't watch Voyager. What? I'm not a I'm not a Trekkie. I'm so not a Trekkie. The Star Trek universe does not interest me like at all. It's like Doctor Who. A like, woman I'm captain and you and you didn't pay attention to this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know, I could really. I'm so disappointed in you right now. For like, I know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I almost <gasps> want to just kick you off the show for this. <laughs> Horrible. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's deplorable behavior. Deplorable, I, I say. <laughs> this is how much of a Trekkie I'm not because when I went to go see the new Star Trek one, the one with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in it when he was Khan. Like, I realized when he turned around and did that reveal and announced his name in that, like, completely dramatic voice that this was a big deal for Trek fans that I had no idea about. That's how much I'm not, a tra- like, at all. I was just like, hmm. Which I still don't understand why it's such a big deal. I mean, yeah, it was Ricardo Montalban who played Khan, but I never really understood the big deal. You know, like, there was such a, a big hoo-ha. Oh, why did they just tell it was Khan from the beginning? Why did they lie to us? I don't know why that came out very Hispanic there. But, yeah, that's uh, a really bad accent. I don't know what you were going for there. And I'm Hispanic myself, so I don't know where the hell that came from. But uh, <laughs> I, I have no idea what was up with the fanboys with the, with the whole con thing. It was just weird, man. And and actually, one of my good buddies, Zod Rider, who hates the movie, but loves the movie, but hates the movie, but loves the movie, and he flip-flops back and forth because it's like one of those love-hate things that he loves it, but he hates the fact that they did con you were so sort of, and I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you hate that they did Khan? If he's such a cool character, wouldn't you want to see him again? Like, right, right. I mean, with that kind of mentality, then you should never see the Joker again, or Batman, or I, Superman, or any character again because they did him once, they never did him again. You know, like, 
you're going to have a very hard time doing the Joker again after uh, Heath Ledger killed it. So, yeah. Well, Jerry Little tried it so far. Never well, did. see, he, I don't even think that one counts. I, I completely left that one out because Suicide Squad sucked so bad. I feel like it uh, should be mentioned. Yeah. Unfortunately. Did, did you hear that Mel Gibson might direct the uh, sequel? <laughs> yeah, I was laughing I'm at that, but, you know, hey. Really screwing up. I don't know what's going on with DC. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I got nothing. I don't know. Talk about the wall of weird. Hey, uh, Hacksaw Ridge was an excellent film, though. So, I mean, as directors go, he can write. What was an excellent film? Hacksaw Ridge. I did not see that. Oh, I, I'd suggest you watch it. He just, I uh, am that... just so going to stay quiet that she hasn't seen all these good movies. Oh, Hacksaw, uh, it's such a good movie. It's uh, with uh, Andrew Garfield, the guy who played uh, Spider-Man in the last two Amazing Spider-Man movies. And, uh-huh. uh, it's about war, and uh, it deals with, uh, the draft that's going on, you know, it's going on, and he enters the draft, he joins the war back in World War II to, you know, fight the Nazis. And, um, as he goes into war, uh, you know, he has to, uh, he, he figures out that he doesn't want to, like, actually kill anybody because he he's not a killer, so he wants to actually help the other soldier. Was it the Nazis or was it the Japs? I can't remember. Uh, uh-huh. okay. Help me out over here. I'm not sure. No. I'm not out of here. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly. But it's, it's one of those wars. There's been a lot of wars, guys. But anyway, he enters the war, but he realizes he doesn't want to fight or kill anybody. He just wants to help because he wanted to enter as a medic. And the whole drama is that uh, Andrew Garfield's character doesn't want to actually fight or murder anybody in the war. He wants to be there to help. And at, at first, they all like beat him up. And all, his, all this... Uh, uh, all the other uh, soldiers and his battalion, they all, like, you know, take it out on him because they, they, he's a wimp. So they, you know, they just, they have it out on him. And Vince Vaughn, by the way, is phenomenal in that movie. What? Really? All right, I'm about to check this Vin- out. Vince Vaughn plays, yeah, he plays, like, one of the, uh, the kid, like, one of the, uh, uh, train, what do you call it, uh, sergeant major trainers or whatever. And, uh, he is amazing. I mean, he's, this is not a comedy role for Vince Vaughn. This is, he's very serious. Even though he's kind of like, yeah, it's Vince Vaughn, so you're going to laugh a little bit just by looking at the guy, because he's a funny dude. Uh, but, I mean, it, it, this is one of the best performances he, 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 I've ever seen Vince Vaughn, you know, put out. So, I, I, I mean, I can't say much about Mel Gibson in his past, but as a director, my goodness, that would be a coup for Warner Brothers, to actually have a director who could direct a good movie for once. Wow. Well, I mean, maybe that's why. Maybe they're like, he did this one good thing, so let's see if it... Really, all the directors and all of fucking Hollywood, that's who... What is DC doing? Like, no, but he's done other good movies. On. What do you mean? That's not like one good movie. He's done several good movies. Braveheart? As a director? Well... Yes. I mean, Braveheart, Braveheart was pretty good. Braveheart was pretty good. I know a lot oh, of people have problems with Braveheart. There was a lot of criticism about Braveheart. I thought Braveheart was pretty good. I thought I it was mean, pretty good. I, you know, I what you want to say about his Isn't he politics? still a little crazy, though? Is he not crazy anymore? Has he stopped being crazy? <laughs> well, I, I, like, here's the thing. Uh, when has... <laughs> hold on, hold on. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the, let's be honest for a second. Uh, when have women not turned a guy crazy in the past? Let's just be realistic here. You know, sometimes... <laughs> relationships Ooh, go... Relationships, on, relationships go bad. <laughs> and, you know, uh, uh, you know, a good guy starts drinking because of a bad relationship. Next thing you know... He's saying all kinds of all kinds of anti-Semitic racist shit. I don't I don't really want to you know say that it's okay, Mel Gibson. Oh, don't forget sugar tits. But I understand. <laughs> okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So here's I've the question I'm going to pose to you: Are men really that weak? Yes. It depends how cute she is. Okay, yes. good to know, right? <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. 
all I wanted to know. All right, carry on then. Hey, in, in a world of second chances, why can't we give Mel Gibson a second chance? I mean, come on, he was lethal weapon for crying out loud. Lethal weapon, man. He was man. lethal weapon. That's no, that's legit. You know, that is legit. Look, I'm just, look, all I'm saying is that DC, for some reason, cannot get their movie shit straight. Like, they're doing okay on the TV shows. They obviously make amazing comics. But for some reason, they cannot make a good superhero movie to save their effing lives. So all I'm saying is there are a lot of amazing directors and writers in Hollywood. Not to, not to like, diss Mel Gibson, but I just think that there are people better and well, look at look at this uh, filmography so far as a director. Uh, all great movies in their own right. Uh, the Men Without a Face came out in '93. Braveheart, an excellent, excellent movie, yeah. Braveheart in '95. But did he direct those? He directed. He's his directorial movies. He has six directing credits. Uh, Passion of the Passion of the Christ in '04. Apocalypto oh, in '04. Christie, yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, well, that, that was a stuff film, but anyway. Uh, Apocalypto, <laughs> in 06. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that was Jesus Get Your Ass Whooped for two hours, as that was. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge. That reminds me, you've got to see, I'm sorry for interrupting, but you've got to see a video on YouTube called Fists of Jesus. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, no. I've seen it. No, just from the title alone. No, it's, no. it's, it's, it's hilarious. You have it. to, you have to see it. No, no, no. <laughs> It, you got to put that in your. You, you have to put it in your bucket list. Everybody who's listening, put that in your bucket list before you die. You got to watch that. Especially if you're in your deathbed, watch that. It is brilliant. It'll bring you so much closer to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Just be screaming, "Oh God, make it stop! Oh God, make it stop!" <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it's a brilliant movie. You know, they actually ran a Kickstarter campaign to do a full, full movie for it. Mm. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine how hilarious that's going to be? Oh. What is it called again? What is what is this thing? Fist? Y'all better not be fucking with me. It better be no, 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 no. It is. Be serious. It is Fists of Jesus. All right, I'm writing it down. I'll watch it tonight. Fists of Jesus. <laughs> Actually, you should watch it on the break. Actually, since excellent? there are subtitles... Here's the best part. Since there are subtitles, you don't even need to have the sound so you can watch it while we're talking right now. Yep. Wow. I want you to watch it. You gotta watch it. <laughs> you have to have I'm to. I'm really to. afraid to watch it. I'm not even gonna lie. No, 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 no. I'm you approaching have to. this with a, an extreme amount of trepidation. It, it no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to YouTube right now, and I'm. Uh, if Angel and I both agree that you need to watch it, that should be a sign. It is a must. <laughs> like your life's blood is required to watch this video before you. You have to. Okay. Okay. Just, I'm you doing have it. to. Oh, I've got no, it. No, no, she's doing it tonight. No, no, no. I'm doing it. I've got it. Fists of Jesus. I've got it ready. Okay. I'm going to watch it. Good, good, okay. good. All right, good. good. All right. Moving on. Now, <laughs> moving on to... Uh, they got a high-quality version of it now. Oh, my God, yes! Yay! Yes. Yeah, I saw kind of a bootleggish quality myself when I first saw it. Uh, moving on to other news on the wall of weird here. We have How to Poop in Space. What? With a vacuum cleaner. How, what? Wow. How to poop in <laughs> space. Clean up the mess. Wow. Na- NASA. Actually, I'm thinking about it. It's something that never crossed my mind. How do you poop in space? Well. You stick your butt on the suction cup seat, and it sucks it out of you. That's, I feel like that would be really uncomfortable. Into space, and it becomes a space object, and that's what the UFOs are. Wow. Okay. 
Um, no, but seriously. Yeah, with that said, let me read this article here. It says, NASA unveils winner of a space poop challenge. Okay, space poop challenge. <laughs> I didn't even know they had this crap going on. Uh, I didn't either. This is amazing. Oh, is this a crap joke? <clears throat> yeah, it is. It says here, uh, turns out that space poop is a problem. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> And oh it my seems God, to be throwing our shit in space. Tell me <clears> we're <throat> not doing check that. Check this out. Let me get through this. Shit happens. Yes, shit uh, many, many, many puns are going to be set up to this article. Right? Check this out. It turns out that space poop is a problem that puzzles thousands of people. After NASA has asked for solutions to let thousands astronauts, of people ha- thousands of people have been to space. Really? Appar- apparently so. Yes. Now says uh, NASA asked for solutions to let astronauts urinate and defecate inside the spacesuit. That just doesn't sound like a good idea, right? They- Oh, and the space is for up different. to six days. It's a, that sounds even worse of an idea. Like, what? Is, where is no? This where are you hanging the air freshener in the space? Oh, oh my goodness! There's <laughs> more than five thousand, five thousand entries, representing twenty thousand people answered the call with with an idea on how to tackle this. The winner of a fifteen thousand space poop challenge prize was Thatcher Cardone for a solution called the MACES, or the M-A-C-E-S, uh, per, uh, Perennial Access and Toileting System, the MPATS for short. Details on the systems were not immediately available. Uh, Cordon explains how, he, the, the, how the device uh, for the idea works for, for the system. He says, and I quote here, he says, uh, well, I was really interested in the problem, uh, though they spend some time uh, lying down uh, eyes closed, just visualizing different solutions and modeling them up mentally. The devil gets sense. <laughs> okay. Cordon, a uh, colonel and uh, commander of the 47th Medical Group at Laughlin Air Force Base in Texas, said in a statement uh, by Hero X, uh, which oversaw the challenge for NASA, had a lot of them scratching their heads to, what the hell did he just say? I have no idea. But he continued with a quote, Over time, the winning systems of ideas uh, coalesced, uh, Cardin said. Then I packed up the family and we drove around Del Rio, Texas, to dollar stores and thrift stores, craft stores, clothing and hardware stores to get materials for mock-ups. And then we created some aluminum foil tin hats and wore them. <laughs> he didn't say <laughs> that last part. The second prize, uh, $10,000, was awarded to a system dubbed the Space Poop. Uh, unification of doctors. That kind of sounds like a Doctor Who thing. I'm sorry, it kind of does. Uh, yes. Spuds. It says, air powered by Catherine Kin, Stacy Marie Louis, and Tony Gonzalez. The $5,000 third prize went to Hugo Shelley's spacesuit waste disposal system. I don't even want to know how that works. NASA scientists said they were pleasantly surprised by the smell, well, by the public's interest mm-hmm. in the challenge. And he says the uh, response of the Space Poop Challenge exceeded all of our expectations. Steve Rader, uh, NASA's uh, Tournament Lab Deputy Director, said in a statement, the level of participation and interest went far beyond what we expected for such a short competition. <laughs> it was a wonder. It was wonderful to see the global response uh, from our crowdsourcing challenge. 
added Christy Johnson, NASA Space Technology Engineer. We enjoyed seeing the in- innovative in- uh, approaches uh, that were sent in, given such a uh, demanding scenario. Others at NASA are now thinking about ways we can leverage a crowdsourcing approach to solve some more of our space flight challenges, like license space, I guess that'd be, you know, they got, they got lice up in space, I don't know. The contest opened... Uh, Open in October and uh, invented participants uh, to cre- invited participants to create a system inside a spacesuit to flush away urine, feces, and menstrual fluids. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Okay, so it's wash repeat. Now the goal is to make the system function for 144 hours, long enough to keep an astronaut alive for a rescue of his or her spacecraft, were it to be disabled in out of breathable air. Well, if it's out of breathable air, who cares about pooping in your spacesuit? Because you'll be dead anyway. Right? <laughs> I mean, that you'll be dead, right? I mean, uh, that wow. point, at yeah, that wow. point, it doesn't really matter. Wow. Now, it says here, NASA astronauts' current uh, method of voice disposal involves using a diaper. Oh, really? Could have gone all my life without knowing that. Uh, during spacewalks and uh, launch uh, and entry, but these systems can be used only for about a day. The agency uh, noted that it had difficult uh, it had, a, it had a difficult to design a pooping system uh, for microgravity uh, where fluids and other things float. Space travel is sounding less sexier by the by the sentence here. Oh God! Maintaining good hygiene uh, for those systems was among the primarily uh, primary challenges participating uh, participants were uh, tasked with solving. In the description of the challenge, NASA said that it was looking for technologies that have a technical. Uh, readiness at level of four on its ready for flight scale, meaning that the solution could be tested in one year and be ready for space in three years. NASA added that it would consider solutions that we uh, would need more time if they were considered breakthroughs. Uh, the goal is uh, for to use the system on a mission for the next three years or four years. The challenges uh, page said, yada, yada, yada. That's over at space.com. If you guys want to read more, go over there, check it out. But there you go, guys. Uh, a solution for space poop in urine and bloody menstrual cycles. <laughs> wow. That, just, just the way you say that makes me want to heave. Thank you. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Any other surprises? I, you know, uh. Um, I'm at a loss for words myself maybe, in that one. I, you know, maybe I, I, I don't think, want to go with space yet. Go, I think now we need to go to Blast from the A-hole. I mean, that's yeah, a perfect that, segue. <laughs> that actually is a really good segue. <laughs> this is a great segue. <laughs> well, with that, folks, oh, let's go over to Blast from the A-hole. Here we go. <laughs> It'll never be the same again. No, no, not after that segment. My goodness. That was a lot of reading, too. Uh, shit happens, I'll tell you. you know? uh, uh, literally. Like, literally. In this case, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, first blast through the a-hole. Uh, they want to know here. We see, uh, Angel, how many shows are you involved in with yourself as a host or producer? This is coming in from a person named Chris with a K, and they said their, their name is now Brown... With a B. They actually wrote that on there. It's kind of stupid, but... Thank you, Chris <coughs> McKay. Not brown with a B. 
I guess they want to make sure that we know this is not Chris Brown sending in a dumb question. Like, how many shows? Okay. How, how many shows? That's a good question. Uh, let's see. Sky Watchers has a couple hundred shows. A yeah, there's a couple hundred for Inside the Jackal's Head. There's about a hundred something for Future Theater. I'd say close to about nine hundred, maybe a thousand episodes right now. I'm clocking somewhere on there. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're impressed. Yeah, that's a lot of interviews. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of yeah. You're on air a lot. You are the on air man. Uh, I am on air. I keep floating. You I you will. have impressed us. Oh, great right. and wise one. Woohoo! Well, I'm, I'm impressed. impressed. The other guy's being condescending, but I'm impressed. Yeah, he is. Oh, I'm <laughs> That's why I'm not too thrilled by what, yeah, you know, by what he's saying. I'm impressed. Anyway, now next question comes from Troy. He wants to know: Do aliens have genitals? Genitals? Uh, they always uh, seem to make them look like Ken dolls in movies and TV shows and stuff. That's actually a good observation. I've never really realized that. But you notice how like the little greys never have genitals. Like you never see them like walking around with like their balls hanging out or. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> True, though. Think about that. You never see that. <laughs> In my mind. I didn't mind. want to think about that. <laughs> I didn't want to think about that either, but now I am. Damn this but, person. But, uh, it, but he's not lying, though. Real aliens probably have some sort of genitalia, and the fact that we don't see that... In movies is simply because Hollywood either isn't a creative enough or b, I mean, just tentacles are like for fun. I mean, you know, if they ever make a Mass Effect movie, you know, they're gonna have to, you know, I want to see the Krogans. I do because apparently they have four balls, and I'm just curious as to how that works out. What about the Chinbalian from Men in Black? Or that guy? I mean, yep. is but the, well, no, he, he was a Balchinian. Balchin, not Chimbalian? No, no, Now, wait, were his balls actually on his chin? Were those actually yes. his balls? Okay. Yes. It's been a while since I've seen that. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. That's, uh... That's a <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would think... I mean, maybe some don't. And, you know, and then maybe... I'm, I'm sure some do. All we could say is, wow. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very deep question here on uh, this blast through the air hole. Thank you for asking uh, that <laughs> intro. That's... I, I love that one guy. You know what I'm saying? Wants to know where are the boobs? Where's the I, boobs? Where's the vagina? Where is it? <laughs> I love the the uh, the uh, similar here with the Ken dolls because it's true because Ken dolls and the little greys you always see like they all automatically correct or whatever the word is automatically automatically whatever the fuck that word is. Uh, they, they they all like they all look the same like they have no genitalia whatsoever. And I've never really asked that question, but that's a that's an excellent question. Then again, you know, the, what we see them depicted as might be them in a suit. So, I mean, for all we know, they're wearing true. a suit. That's also true. Absolutely. So, I mean, in fact, I know the movie was kind of bullshit because it changed a lot of what actually happened in the book. But uh, the Travis Walton firing the Sky movie, remember when, when he's in the ship and he wakes up and he's like floating around? He goes up to what looks like the gray aliens that we normally would see with the big bug dials and everything, and it turns out those are spacesuits. Mm. Right. I remember that. I vaguely remember I, this. Yes. Yes. Now, since I've seen it. While the movie uh, took a turn for the bullshit because they fictionalized the actual events of the way he wrote it, uh, that scene always kind of like struck me as very believable as something that would happen. Uh, Absolutely. You know, I mean, we have spacesuits. So right. why wouldn't aliens have spacesuits? They have to go right. in environments that's not good for them. 
they have to take care of their own their own system, you know, their own health. So I'm pretty sure they would have spacesuits similar to ours, you know, something closer to maybe what we would now perceive them to always look like. Maybe they don't look like that under those suits. Maybe they look more humanoid. Hmm. Maybe. It's the hell out of me. I think it's definitely just depending upon the species of alien that we're talking about, because I'm sure there yeah. are quite a few. Maybe they're not gray at all. Maybe when they take that sucker out, they're just as, you know, almost... No, there's like a ton of different alien species out there. What was it? Um, the Russians came out with that book of 180-something different types of aliens. Uh, yeah, but none of, none of that has been proven, man. That's, that's you know, that's what, hearsay. What's it? I mean, but, I mean, there's probably... Guys, space is big. Yeah. This is really freaking big. <laughs> like, it's really big. So I feel like, like 180 is probably like a low number. That's very low, yeah. No, here's the, here's the thing. This is a scenario that I want you to wrap your, your mind around. Uh, we consider space to be, what, infinite, right? Yes. Okay, so I think I've said, I, I might have said this before on the show, I'm not sure, but we live in an infinite universe, infinite space, infinite planets, infinite amount of uh, solar systems, galaxies, right? Because it's infinite. It goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. Never has an end. In other words, there's an infinite amount of possibilities of what life could evolve into. Meaning, somewhere in outer space, there really is a Darth Vader fighting a Luke Skywalker, and that shit really is happening somewhere in the infinite universe. Because in infinite time and space, anything is possible. This pleases me greatly. Not only that, there's also now this means that there is lightsabers out there. This pleases me greatly. It does. This, also, the this means out there. I know. It means there's like a Farscape episode happening out right. in space, like right it's, now. Whatever <laughs> your imagination it's, it's might might greatly. think of, you know, you're that could actually a be happening. Little trout, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> no, that, when you come out racing. now, when you go to a comic book convention, you're getting dressed up as Chiani, the freling little trelk. You have the frame. <laughs> you have the frame for it. I mean, that would be I a could, bad idea. I could pull that. You can off. get away with that. I could get away with that. It's a true. You don't mind wearing a skin type bodysuit, right? Um. Yeah, I can rock that shit. There you go. All right. Great. Now let's see. Uh, number three, here we have another uh, question here. This is from Mr. Fuentes. Mr. Fuentes wants to know, uh, why don't aliens have hair? I never see them with freaking hair. What's up with the well, hair? You don't ever really see an alien, Mr. Fuentes. I mean, let's just be real. Well, we never know. Maybe Mr. Fuentes actually is seeing aliens. You True. That's a very good point. That's a very good don't point. Don't make assumptions there, Crystal. It's not you're good. right. You're right. You're right. I apologize. I apologize, Mr. Fuentes. I don't know why the aliens you're seeing don't have hair. I got nothing on that one. Um, I don't know. That's actually an interesting question, though. Like, even the depictions of aliens. I don't. I don't remember seeing any of them with hair. And isn't there like this? Isn't there like a scientific reason we have hair? If there is, it escaped me a long time ago. I have no idea. I feel like there. Yeah, I feel like it's random shit that I've read. I feel like there is a purpose to it. (laughs) It's not just like we randomly have it. There is actually a purpose. I think I was I was absent that day in science when they talked about that. Oh yeah, no, I I definitely (laughs) wasn't paying attention to science. This is literally something I've read on the internet that may or may not be true. The reason you got follicles on your skin and hair grows is because... This is me in the background. 
pretty sure I skipped that class. Yep. <laughs> or I slept right through that sucker. Uh, Mr. Fuentes, I have no idea why aliens don't have hair. And, you know, it, it is a funny question, though, because uh, when you think about it, and, and I thought it, as soon as I read this come through, I was like, you know what? I've never really seen an alien depicted with hair, really, uh, other than Star Trek, where you have, like, the Klingons and stuff like that. But we're not talking about those kind of... We're talking about, like, the realistic uh, abductee aliens, you know, like the greys and... You know, the ones that the, you know, the people in ufology claim to see, uh, they always, you know, are hairless and very smooth skin. What about the Nordics? Do they have hair? Yeah, but they're like human looking, so I mean, of course they're gonna have hair. Oh. Well, I mean, they're talking about like, well, they could be bald humans. I'm, I'm one. I'm bald. I'm a human. So you're, you're a bald human. See? I'm a bald human. Yeah. Not a bald human. I mean, so they would count, so, so the Nordics would, I mean, they, they're human looking, but they're still aliens. Are they not? True, true. So they would count. So there you go, Mr. Fuentes. We found one for you, the Nordics. There you go. Yeah, baby. Mm. All right. Boom. I'll be here till 1 a.m. Woo! <laughs> now, uh, let's see, number four here. We got, uh, why do you always blame Moonshine for Bigfoot? This is from Lawrence. <laughs> I think this is meant for me. I'm just saying. <laughs> we don't always blame Moonshine for Bigfoot. I believe in Bigfoot. I don't know if people who have seen Bigfoot have actually seen Bigfoot, but I think Bigfoot is real. Well, I blame Moonshine for Bigfoot. I do. <laughs> because in the history of Bigfoot, this thing got started in the mountains somewhere where some good old boys were in the back. They have been drinking some Moonshine for maybe a day or two, maybe five, trying to take it from one place to another in Arkansas somewhere. I don't know where the other was. And as they were hunting, they saw what looked like maybe a deer or something. But the moonshine was really good, and that deer became a Bigfoot. Wow. These these things happen. That's what I'm saying. These things happen. And then they're like, Jebediah, did you see that? Oh, I saw that. There is Must some guy that. named Jebediah who is really offended right now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Must have been this big old hairy thing they call well, about, it. Bigfoot. What about yeah, that's, awesome. the, that's the other Why cousin. Why would you do that? Why would you do that to your child? That's just mean-spirited. You are a bad parent. <laughs> Cletus and Jebediah. You're just bad. Uh, well, Lawrence, look, uh, to, to be honest, I don't know, uh, I always kind of like equate the two because it's kind of funny that Moonshine in the South and Bigfoot in the South are found in the South. So, you know, I'm just saying, put two and two together, you know, you got ten. So, uh, there you go, that's, uh, that's my answer. Uh, other guy, you have any, uh, anything to add to that? No, I'm just gonna shut up. I'm gonna stay nice tonight. <laughs> That's shocking. I know. Right. That moment of <laughs> like, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> oh, I understand what's going on. I'm just not saying anything. Ooh. All right, all right. Now, uh, <clears throat> let's see. The last uh, blast of the air hole here. We've got to make this one count. Now, this is actually a really good question. It comes from Alfredo up in uh, New Mexico. He wants to know. Uh, New Mexico, too. Shout out to our friends in New Mexico. Uh, he wants to know, would you move to Mars and help make it a livable planet if given the chance? And if so, how soon can we get you the hell off our planet? Oh, well, that, that didn't end too well there. Thank you, Alfredo. It started off pretty good, but... I know, right? You got Damn, aggressive at the end there. Alfredo. Well, to answer your question, I don't know. I actually don't know. I'd have to really ponder that one. I am not sure. 
I'd like to visit Mars. I don't know if I'd like to be a part of the team to make Mars livable. I don't know. I actually know someone who's on the list right now. Bullshit. Me? Her name... No, 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 no. <laughs> Her name is Kayla LaFrance. She works at NASA as a missions operations specialist. Uh, she was also known as Queen of the Nerds in the first season. Uh. Why can't we get her on the show? Because yeah. she's really, really tied up in the evening hours, keeping an eye on the space station. And she can't spare uh, half an hour to an hour? Okay, when she's on the clock at NASA, she's working for NASA. So, uh, you know, NASA does interviews, I'm just saying. You know, if you, want to do, if you want to do a midday interview, you know, I will start making phone calls to do these kind of interviews. Of course, we can pre-record them. Right. Okay, fine. I think I could try and arrange something. Mm-hmm. I will even get on the phone and uh, reach out to her. All right, you do that. The, or the, actually, the, I'll face I'll Facebook awesome. her first and see how our schedule is going. <clears throat> well, to answer Alfredo here, uh, would you move to Mars and help make it a livable planet? I would actually. I would love to uh, move to Mars and broadcast the radio show from Mars and uh, maybe. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Live right? from but, Mars. It's Saturday night. There you go. Nano Nano. That'd be interesting. I mean, I'd love to do something like that. I'd be like, uh, th- that would be almost a dream come true, really, to be off world and, uh, you know, still do a radio show and be alive off world. You know, that'd be, that'd be cool. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of hot chicks. So, I mean, uh, at least a chick or two that I can hook up with on Mars is going to be in the same predicament. Like, we're on Mars. Yeah, might as well yeah get if you're together, the only game in you know. town, you know, you're the only game in if town. If I'm the only game in town, I have a chance. That's all I'm saying, so. <laughs> Ladies, let's go. <laughs> Obviously, this man does not give himself that much credit, and. That's but just think won. about this. I will be there to help populate and, you know, and populate this planet going forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I'm scared. I know. <laughs> Ponder that for a second. This will be babies among babies. I know. Babies I'm already having around. nightmares. He oh wants us to ponder it, and I'm having the nightmares already. I think other guy and Angel, y'all will make beautiful babies. I think y'all like, would. Not together, I'm going. Not no, no, y'all will no, no. Make that's a, that's a beautiful that's little ball But if you if you think about it, I'll be going up there to literally give birth to a whole world mm-hmm. of me. Running around. <laughs> I don't know that the universe is ready for that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm starting to have nightmares. Uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, I mean, and we might be thinking of two different things because when I heard that question, I thought of like terraforming and like building structures and like you know having. Well, yeah, all that stuff you know, also that comes stuff. along. Yeah, Jack yeah. Was like... Thinking about like his own little army of like mini- right. <laughs> Well, he's like, I need y'all to send up six bitches ready to procreate because we got to get this bitch populated. Stat. Six for a planet? <laughs> I need at least twelve. At least oh, 12. twelve. Oh, twelve. Oh, twelve. Yeah, you need the genetic wow. diversity. Yeah, correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Got it. At least got twelve. It. All right. So when I make my harem, I'll remember that. So I need six of each. Okay, got it. I'm terraforming the planet. You know, doing the farming and uh, you know, getting yeah, all that stuff comes along with it. I'm sure. And we'll get to all that. We'll get to all that stuff. But at some point, we're going to have to, you know, do like Trump. And uh, I'm going to have to grab. And hey, hey, girl. Hey. we got to procreate. 
for I you. I just like and that. Yeah, me. just walk up and walk up to a girl. Hey, how you doing? Grab. Let's procreate. <laughs> well, you know the joke. If you ask a hundred women if you could fuck their brains out, and ninety nine say no, are you still upset? Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Yeah. With that said, folks, we're going to go to commercial break. When we come back. <laughs> We have our earth-shattering news. <laughs> this wasn't earth-shattering news yet. Oh, God. This is going to uh, shatter the show in half. Skywatchers radio are not shared by all three co-hosts, okay? Just no, 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 no. <laughs> My goodness gracious. Anyway, we'll be back, guys, in two minutes. Uh, stick around. Uh, more Skywatchers to come. And then, of course, we're going to play a, a little clip of, uh, well, actually, I haven't said it yet, so it's not, of course, but uh, we're going to play uh, an audio of uh, Jacob Israel's uh, latest video on YouTube, and it's uh, real interesting stuff. I want you guys to check that out and hear it. Uh, that's going to be later on. Since we don't have a guest, we're also going to have open lines. If you guys want to call in and share in the news that we're going to uh, reveal, please do so, 786-245-8127. Again, that's uh, 786 786- Two four five eight one two seven. You can look us up on Skype by looking up PSN Radio or Soup Media Network. Go over to the website www.psn-radio.com, and uh, you go to the Listen and Chat Live tab page or a tab. And uh, in there, if you guys want to join the Skype chat, there's a Skype icon. Click it. You'll join the chat. It's free. Join Click us. It. Click it. Come hang or out in chat. Yeah, baby. We'll be right back. Yeah, baby. Woohoo! Skywatchers Radio. saucers alien abduction are we alone information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com theufostore.com offers hundreds of dvds about ufos aliens crop circles conspiracies bigfoot suppressed science ancient mysteries log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free ufo store catalog the ufostore.com the largest selection of ufo products on the internet have you heard mac maloney lately in your military career did you ever see anything that came close to an unusual ufo sighting or no holy <laughs> That was the yeah. 10 seconds of, uh, no. What are you that tra- was so convincing. Yeah. What are you trying to say there? Well, UFO is an innocuous term. That's the worst fucking denial I've ever heard. Unidentified flying Mac Maloney's Military X-Files, Friday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern on the public streaming radio network. Unidentified flying 
Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions, providing solutions to your Internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology, preventative maintenance and networking support, hardware and custom-built computers. Let Key Information Solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now, 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Here's a riddle for you. What do the California Gold Rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A. A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com Alright, Bill and Nancy Burns, Feature Theater fans, listen up. You guys are in for a treat. For the next couple months, as you know, Bill and Nancy are off the air. They're on a little hiatus working on some side projects. Well, guess what? For the next couple months until they return, Jesse Randolph's Euphonaut Radio will be switching time slots to 10 p.m. Eastern till midnight, Monday nights, just to accommodate some live radio till the return of Bill and Nancy Burns. So here we go, guys. Remember this. Put it on your calendar for the next couple months. Euphonaut Radio with Jesse Randolph, Christopher J. Brown, and myself will be live Monday nights at 10 p.m. till midnight. And then right after Euphonaut Radio is done, guess what? We have a best of episode with Future Theater. Remember, we've been on the air with them for a couple years now here on PSN Radio. So we're going to play a best of future theater episode live following Euphonaut Radio. So stick around for that, folks. This is Angel Espino once again for PSN Radio. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store.
All right, everybody, we're back on Skywatchers Radio right here live on psn-radio.com. You're listening there to uh, Enemy by Tim Branham. And uh, I know you guys can't hear it on the uh, chat here, but uh, that song is so cool. I will write it down and listen to it later. Enemy by Tim Branham. Good guy, too, by the way. Um, It's uh, sad because we can't do those kind of interviews here with artists that are musicians and stuff because this is Skywatchers Radio. But on Inside the Jackal's Head, the show that I used to do, uh, I used to enjoy that show because uh, of that fact. I used to get to do interviews with everybody in the uh, entertainment business, you know, outside of uf- ufology, and that's always a lot of fun, you know, to do yeah. you know, those kinds. Well, of you've shows. got a wide range, Jackal. So you should bring the Jackal set back. That was a good show. Well, that show actually, it's, it's sort of coming back in a, in a couple different incarnations. So. Nice. So there, there's, uh, yeah, there's talk about, talk about that already. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, I'm not the only one who does those kind of uh, different kind of radio shows. You, of course. Uh, do uh, the Plucky and Woo Woo show? Yes, women and AKA women in hoodies. AKA women it's on hoodies. when it's on. <laughs> right, yeah. AKA we love hiatuses. We love. <laughs> That's it. We've got. I think we really want to have a routine down. But we're on for like two Sundays in a row, and then we'll skip a couple Sundays, and then we'll be on for like two Sundays in a row again. And then literally, we're just on when we're on. We just, just right. a little roller coaster. Turn on the radio at twelve. On a Sunday, and you fucking hear me and Julie ranting about something or nerding out about something, then we're on. And if you hear, you don't hear us, then we're not on. I think that's very easy. Now, if you hear that, static, you know there's a really big problem. Yeah, exactly. Right. Then somebody forgot to turn the auto DJ on, and you're in trouble. Then you better you better hit me up pretty quick. Uh, but uh, that's going to make at least the uh, next uh, piece of uh, news here a little bit easier to go over because uh, we have some sad news uh uh, to talk about, and uh, this is what we've been talking, uh, kind of teasing to the audience that it's earth-shattering, it's ground-breaking uh, in a bad way, it's uh, going to tear your heart apart, or maybe fill you with joy, as that one guy who was very fond of uh, her joining us to begin with. Uh, but <laughs> Where did that guy go? <laughs> I think he, he fell in love with you after a while. But Crystal oh. has uh, some news that she wants to share with the audience, and uh, I'm going to uh, give you the mic now, Crystal, and uh, let you uh, tell the audience uh, what it is that we've been holding back here for the last hour and, uh, and 20 minutes. Okay, so, by the way, Jacko just sprung this on me, that I was announcing this tonight. I want everybody to know that. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, you're the news. Okay, cool. Um, so, I just want to say that I have had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time on Skywatchers Radio. I am a thousand percent honored that um, Angel even asked me to be a co-host on the show because I have such a huge respect for him and the shows that he produces. Um, he's such a professional. You guys don't even know. If you ever hear somebody talking shit about Angel, do not believe it. Just don't. Just don't. I mean, I... I mean, it's probably I, I true, but still. I mean, no, I don't think it's true. It's Because I literally, like, disagree with Jackal on, like, everything about, like, real life that had nothing to do with UFOs. And he's... I've never... Like, literally, we disagree on, like, everything. Like, everything. And never... Like, I've never felt uncomfortable around him. He's never been anything but, like, this big teddy bear. Like, he's just a professional. He just is absolutely professional. So I was super honored to be asked to be on Skywatchers. Um, But I have some goals this year that I really want to accomplish and really want to focus on. Um, I've got three big things that I want to do. I definitely want to finish writing the third book because that is way overdue. I've got to get back to writing. That is is the most important thing. Uh, The second thing is that I have – 
uh, kind of fallen in love with uh, streaming on Twitch. It's a great community on Twitch, um, and I've started with three nights a week, and I want to slowly start adding another night, so I want to jump into that. And then the third thing that I want to do this year that is also very near and dear to my heart um, is starting the Tell Our Visions Good News Network. And that is beginning on April 24th. Um, it's starting as a podcast that I'm hoping to sneak into a slot here on PSN because I love PSN and I refuse to broadcast radio anywhere but PSN. Um, so those are the kind of the three things that I want to focus on this year. And that's kind of why I have to leave Skywatchers because there aren't enough hours in the day. And I have to not spread myself across a million different projects. Otherwise, nothing is going to get done. And I'm trying to get my life together. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. And clear your throat. <laughs> I hear that. That's <laughs> tough. Uh, we're, we're definitely gonna we're gonna miss you. Uh, I mean, you know, when when we were kicking around a, a couple of years ago on adding a, a, another host, the first person I thought of was you. I was like, oh, you know, Crystal, uh, she should be the perfect fit for you know for what we're doing on the show here. And um, you know, you, you've been great having you on the show with us, and uh, you fit right into the uh, the platform you know, immediately and. Uh, it doesn't matter what other uh, people say on other networks. Uh, you know, we'd love having you on here, and uh, you know, fought tooth and nail to keep you on the show. And uh, yeah, again, sad to see you go. But uh, again, you're not leaving the Earth. You're not you know, escaping to Mars, and you're not going to stop broadcasting or falling off the planet or anything like that. You're not hiding in the cave from now to eternity. So it's not like we're you know not ever going to see you again. Uh, hopefully, you do uh, get to uh, you know broadcast on PSN uh, this new show and. And hopefully Plucky and, and Boo Boo get their girls and hoodies act back together and <laughs> yeah. you two, uh, we, start we bright, start bit. actually broadcasting some shows again because geez. Yeah. Man. I know. No, we have, we were on, we were on not this Sunday, but the last Sunday we were on two Sundays in a row. We were. I just forgot to put the archives up on, uh, on SoundCloud, but I have them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do that. You gotta do that. I know. So, I know. So, you know, you realize what you're really doing here is you're leaving me alone with the other guy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so... That is literally the first thing I thought of, too, when I was like, I've got to start clearing out some stuff. What am I going to do? And I was like, I can I, I don't want to leave shit. <laughs> you should have heard, like, the mental conversation I've had. What am I going to do with the other guy whose internet cuts off at midnight unless he has the password? I mean, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fine. Okay, blame it on me. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> You're never gonna live that down. That was literally the best excuse ever. It was literally, yeah. that. and I believe you that it was true. I do. I absolutely believe you. It was just amazing. Thank you. I mean, you you would think at this point, three years later, he would have gotten this together. That's it. You know. <laughs> It's just part of the other – like, you were right because I was determined. I'm like, no, the other guy, at some point, he's going to book a guest. Like, he's going to do it at some point. <laughs> we call the other guy. There is not going to be a sound problem. Like, I was, like, in your corner, other guy. But I'm sorry. You've let me down. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's my fault. Blame it on me. I know. It's <laughs> It is. It's part of your charm, though. Thank you. It's it what is. makes you you, other guy. You, you. It, it is. It is all it's a part the of the you. guy. Yeah, but no, I'll like come in and I'll do the news every now and then. I'll listen to the show. I love all the shows on PSN. Like, I'm still on PSN. So, I mean, yes, Women in Hoodies, it's Sunday. When we're on, we're on. We are going to try to be a little bit more consistent with that because we love doing that show. So it's just, you know, life. <laughs> Plucky Don't just needs, like, to have her own, like, uh, 24-hour stream going. Like, she just... She should. Her, yeah, I just give her a microphone and just oh, yeah. let her talk. I just I wanted to, I wanted to go back to doing comedy because she's funny. 
She used to do when we lived in New Orleans. She used to do stand up comedy at you know their various open mic nights. Plucky's funny. Plucky's a funny girl. When she gets going. She looks she like really she would do some stand up comedy. She looks like it too. So. Mm-hmm. So we got you on for this week, and we have one more week with Crystal, and then uh, you're gone, right? That's, uh... That's it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I want to finish out. Yeah. So this show, and then next week's show, and then I'm getting abducted by aliens. I'm out. Go. Oh, we're gonna miss you. I know. You know, I, which which way are they gonna go? Which way are they taking you if you're getting kidnapped? I'm not telling. If I get oh. there and it's cool, I'll send a message back home. If I get there and it's not cool, send help. Uh, oh. Pete, they want to know in the chat room uh, what exactly are you gonna be doing on Twitch? I've uh, been doing it on Twitch. I've actually been broadcasting on Twitch for about six months now. The Twitch channel is called We Play Games on Easy because I play games on Easy. Um, and yeah, I broad I I stream mostly uh, Bioware heavy story games is what I've been doing so far. And I'll throw a link in the uh, the chat channel. Uh, we're doing uh, I'm on tomorrow at five. Uh, I got a beta of Gwent to test out, which is fun. We're going to do it on Mass Effect Renegade playthrough coming up. Mass Effect Andromeda is coming up. So I'm a big geeky gamer. I'm a big I geeky gamer. I see that. Yes, I am. Uh, so, yeah, I've had, a, I've had a lot of fun doing it. And it really is a very, very fun community over on Twitch. So, Well, I, I can understand so that. Now, Aliens and UFOs, games on Twitch. Yeah. Tell me you now, does Twitch only do games, or you can do anything on Twitch? Oh, you can do anything on Twitch. You can do anything on Twitch, yeah. yeah. Twitch is a big community, absolutely. You could do talk shows on... They they have a whole, like, you could do talk shows on Twitch, creative on Twitch, people fucking stream whatever they're doing in real life on Twitch. Like, yeah. it's anything. I mean, it's kind of like YouTube, uh, where you can just you know, stream away and do whatever you want on there. It's kind of very similar. Now, do they pay a revenue uh, sharing at all, or...? They do if you can get partnered. Now, if you get partnered because uh. you're... You know, so awesome and you've got all these fans and the blah 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 you can but you can still make money like I've got a subscription tab up now so you can donate to my stream you can subscribe to my stream through like a third party so it is cool in that even if you're not officially partnered partnered by Twitch you can still make money streaming and I've made a little bit Uh, yeah I've got I've got a bunch of regulars who are always in the chat and they're awesome and so yeah Hmm. very cool there you go so if you uh, if you're listening in what's the URL so anybody wants to check out the uh, the channel the URL is twitch.tv slash we play games on easy so if you actually just went to twitch and just typed in we play games on easy you would find me very cool and uh again we're gonna man we're gonna miss you I'm gonna miss you guys too it's okay you will be missed. No. I, uh, I love you. We're going to be joined, by the way, by uh, our good friend Arizona Tramp in a couple minutes here. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually in a couple seconds, not minutes, I said minutes, but seconds. Here we go. Uh, Wise Frog himself, Arizona Tramp, is on the air on Skywatchers Radio. What's up, my friend? Well, hello, 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 guys. Hello, this hello, is, sir. This is What's a surprise. That? How you doing? Sorry to hear that you're leaving the network. No, no, not the network, just the show. Just a show. Well, okay. she, yeah, she's tired of me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. God, it was the other guy's fault. Trump lovers on the call, yeah. and then you got the other guy, and I just don't even know what to do with myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, apparently not. you do have some ideas on what to do with yourself, but, you know. It's, just it's, because, she's, it's because she's a liberal. And by the way, by <laughs> the way, Twitch. Anarchist. <laughs> Twitch is awesome. Twitch is yeah. awesome, by the way. 
So yeah, yeah, Twitch is Twitch is great. Twitch is absolutely great. I mean, so that's one thing. I mean, you know, the Tell Our Visions news podcast will be on. That'll be a podcast until um, I can find minions to help us edit video. Because I just uh, editing video is very time consuming, and the way that I would want it done for a news podcast would take me mm. too much time. So I definitely need a minion. So we're going to start it. with yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about, Angel. Um, oh, yeah. So you, you got to go with thirds, and you got to cut shit in and out correctly, and you got to do it right. Um, so we're going to start out with the podcast, and then kind of go from there. So and I want that to air on the network. So like I said, I'll just find a slot for it, and I'll slip it in there. And then uh, you know, Women in Hoodies is on Sundays, so. If you like hearing some crazy chicks rant about stuff and then randomly go into nerdy conversations, then we're what's up? <laughs> Be honest, the, UF, the UFO like community—the UFO, UFO community just bored you to tears. That's what it was. No, never, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you know, it, no, no, not because I'm. If you see my bookshelf, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a picture when I move. I move March first. If anybody want to come help me pack, that would be awesome. I'm gonna take a picture of my bookshelf. You will understand <laughs> nothing <laughs> about this UFO community bores me. Not at all. It is all fascinating. I absolutely love doing Skywatchers. I do. It's just like I've got to stop being in 25 different directions. Believe me, I hear that. I was going to say, you should know. You know what I'm talking about, Angel, because that, that's that. like your life. That's like you right there. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm on 28 different directions right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And 50 Shades of Grey while you're at it? No, yeah, pretty it. much. Bad. That's uh, so bad. No, no, because that that would that would mean that. I would, never mind. Uh, so uh, Arizona tramp. But what do you have for us this week, my friend? It's been a while since we've spoken to you. you oh been? yeah, it's been a while. Well, I've got uh, a guy who does ghost hunting here in the Black Swamp. And, okay. Uh, then I'm having Mark on from PA UK, and we're gonna have a bitch session about. Oh uh, wait, a, a what? A what? A bitch session. A bitch session, okay. Yeah, about Muslims and whatever else pisses you off. Oh, okay. It's going to be one of those kind of (laughs) shows. All right, gotcha. White power. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I mean, there are so many things out there right now that piss me off. That, you know, I just, every once in a while, I just got to, you know, take an hour and say, hey. You know, this is what fucking pisses me off. And Jackal, should we like even? Because <laughs> I don't even want to say it. Because every time I look in the chat, speaking of things that off, I'm always seeing like Wise Guy and like Rich like fighting about something. So I almost think we should like put them on a show together and just watch the network explode. Well, me and Jesse are always fighting with each other too. So you guys should make the three amigos on radio. That's like that, that should be a radio stick right oh, there because perfect. It would nothing. You'd never hear anything but like three guys. Just who would hang up first? That's the question. We should take bets. Uh, it'll be kind of like the roundtable show that we do on Sundays, me and uh, Zod and uh, Alpha. But instead of us just talking about geeky stuff, it'll be them actually arguing about some right. other shit. Like, you know, just random shit. Yeah, just they random. Would. Like, like, yeah, what's up with you and Rich in, uh, in the chat there? Like, everything's cool, man? Because, you know, he's our boy, <laughs> I, man. He just told me I sound like I'm a drunk. Do I sound like I'm a drunk guy? I mean, it's like after midnight. That's not, that's not really an insult, though. I mean, really? <laughs> I don't drink, man. <laughs> Except maybe once a year. <laughs> oh, you're That's way too much right eggnog now. you've been having, man. Way too much eggnog. <laughs> One continuous drink. <laughs> Somebody uh, told me recently, like, man, you sound like you're drunk on radio. And I'm like, nope. 
but I was high as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss being Drunk. high. God damn it. I smoked to that. Yes. All right, you smoked to that. I'm going to keep drinking this wine. <laughs> I'm almost done with the bottle. I've been drinking all show. Oh, yeah, no, we've been hearing it. We've been hearing it. It's all good. Uh, so, so uh, Arizona, did you hear any of the new stuff that we went over uh, in the last segment? The new segment? No. no? You see, you didn't hear about the uh, the space poop. Cause I, want to get you I didn't hear about, poop. no, no, no. I was inside, and, and I came out, and I saw that you wanted me to come on, and it's like, okay, fine, I'll sit here and wait for you to have me on, you know? Because uh. I was watching. I was watching Atlantis, start, uh, Atlanta, whatever the hell that show is. The Stargate Yeah, the spinoff of Stargate. And Stargate Atlantis was good. I came yeah. out, smoked a cigarette. And, Can okay, you imagine well, if it was Stargate Atlantis, like, yo, what's up? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get the no, joke. I don't either. Yeah, well, that was not joke. What was the last time you were in nobody on the Hold on, hold on, hold on. Nobody on the call here even had remotely an idea what you just said right now. Like, how does that Haven't happen? Haven't you seen The Real Housewives of Atlanta and how bad and how... No. What? No, I don't is? watch that crap. Why? Who the hell I watches that crap? Like... My bookshelf just committed suicide because you even brought that up. Like, it just committed suicide. <laughs> well, you'll thank me for Fists of Jesus. Okay, I believe you. Okay, well, I don't know. Now you're a suspect talking about the Real Housewives or something. No, no, no. I, I, I'll, I'll go along with the Fist of Jesus. This is, uh, all right, really all right, good. all right. I'll it go will be very one. redeeming of me. Okay, yes. got it. Got it. All right. I'm very excited somebody's, about somebody's, somebody's definitely getting redeemed after that. Oof. My goodness. What a, what a film. <laughs> you know, I think we should get... Ha- you know, we should get people in the chat room, all of us, to watch it, and then let everybody call in and comment on it. That it's would a holy be a great experience. close to the night. I mean, it, it, I mean, we are talking about you know a um, metaphysical kind of a spiritual kind of a thing that might mm-hmm. have something to do with aliens. Might not. So, might you never know. Might, yeah. <laughs> might not. Other guy, you need to make this happen. Jesse would like you to get him an a crystal storm bobblehead. Do it. Okay. Crystal Storm bobblehead. Is yes. that going to be with or without the hat? That's a that you're question. so famous for. That's a good, question, good question. That's an excellent question. Yeah, he says the actual whole Skywatchers team would be cool. That would be cool. Why aren't we in bobbleheads, Angel? Um, get on that. We need to be bobbleheads. I yeah. want. A, I, yeah, get, I, I want. A, I want a bobblehead. Give me. A I could possibly make that happen, but I just you know, funny enough, today I uh, I got my first PSN Radio T-shirt. Delivered to the house, and it Woo-hoo. looks super cool. If you guys uh, haven't seen the, the the new store that I put up, you guys haven't checked that out, right? Okay, who are you store? going through, Angel, for your new store? Because the the t-shirts I'm selling after like ten times that you wash the shirts, uh-huh. they're crap. They're gone. You can't see you can't see frog in a blender anymore. You know, so really, yeah. Well, there's a, a website called tchip.com. T e e c h i p dot com. And I opened up, uh, I actually opened up two stores on there. Uh, one is for PSN radio, and one is for like funny t-shirts and designs that I'm coming up with just because I have nothing better to do with my life. It's called yeah. Hilarious Attire, and it's just funny shirts and concepts. Uh, but the PSN radio one, I'm going to link it here so you guys can check it out. Check out the uh, one with a big PSN radio logo on it. I just got it today. I'm going to post pictures later on the, uh, on the, uh, PSN page on Facebook. Uh, here, I mean, look at the uh, chat there and chat here. Okay. 
There you go. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's cool, man. I just got the first t-shirt delivered today on my, on my best client, because I bought the first shirt. And, uh, it actually, the colors are really good. I mean, the, uh, material, it's, it's really, really soft cotton, so it actually, it feels real good. And it, this is the second shirt I buy from this company. I bought one for, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's awesome. I mean, the material is really good. Um, I mean, I've washed it once, and it didn't fade out or anything, so. But it's not like a, a super glossy material. It's, it's just like really imprinted into the shirt itself. So it's not like it's a, a plasticky like layer over or anything like that. Okay. Or rubbery layer over or whatever the hell. Imprinting layer over. Alright, we'll take your word for it. Take the word for it. Yeah. I don't remember. See, I had t-shirts done years ago for a Comic Con because I had a booth set up at the time for selling books. And I'm wearing one of these now, and I'm looking at it. And stuff's a little faded, but I've watched this like a million times. So, yeah, you must have picked a crappy company, Wise Frog. Because I know that it helps if you if you turn them inside out when you wash them. Like, you should well, definitely just do that regardless. I, I picked but... Public. Maybe T Public is bad. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the material of these shirts are really good, so... Here's a question. Does anybody need, um, like, jar, glass jars, like mason jars, sandblasted with artwork, like uh, PSN Radio or anything on it? Mm, maybe we could talk about that later, perhaps. Or or mugs or things like that. Um, well, you could do mugs on here also. Pretty cheap, too, like 10 bucks. Really? All right. How much are the t-shirts? I'll check this place out, maybe. Yeah, shirts you can go as low as, like, uh, fourteen ninety nine. Oh, all right, that's fair. For a pretty for a pretty big size too, for like three X, two X. So, big guys, if you have two X, three X problems in the waistlines, it's, uh, we got you covered. Fifteen bucks. Nice. We'll it's not it's not bad. Nice, nice. Ooh. By the way, Jesse would like a bobblehead with the hat, and the NASA thing has him wired. He's excited. <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, the poo? Invention? No, I think I think the announcement. I think the announcement of the extra exoplanets or whatever the hell they ah. announced. Maybe they'll maybe disclosure is coming, guys. What do you think? Are they going to tell us that they're actually aliens? Oh, be no. No. no, don't even no. get me started on Trump and all that, man. No. <laughs> the aliens? Oh, man. How do we go from aliens to Trump? Well, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's the one that has to do the disclosure, right? I mean, so no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. I've said this a million times, and, and look, I love Steve Bassett. I know he wants the disclosure, but we're not going to ever get the government, you know, on a press conference saying, "All right, <clears throat> uh, truth is, everybody on planet Earth." Um, We've been knowing about the alien crisis and phenomenon on this planet for the last 50, 60 years now, and the planet has been visited by aliens. Can I finish? Can I finish? (laughs) (laughs) Can I finish? He's doing a bad thing. Let him keep doing the bad thing. Yes, let me keep doing my bad thing. We've been knowing about these alien beings coming to planet Earth for the last 60 years, and uh, it's all true. Roswell happened. Randleson Forest happened. Travis happened. Anal probing. It happens. It's all true, ladies and gentlemen. That's never going to happen, guys. That's just no. <laughs> At least not in that bad accent. It's just not happening. Right. Now, what's going to happen, never. what's going to happen is they're going to say stuff like, Oh, we found a planet which is in a Goldilocks zone, and it's an inhabitable area near a sun that could harbor life. 
And then a couple of years later, they're going to be like, oh, this planet that we've been observing is uh, has uh, methane surrounding it, which that's an indicator for life. And then later on, they're going to be like, oh, we found on some moon in our own solar system some microbes. There we go. We found life. And I thought they already they... found microbes on Mars. No, that's fake news. Oh. <laughs> fake news. Okay, oh, fake God news. Goddamn fake news. See, no, there's another that's, thing that's, that pisses me true. off. Really grinds my gears. You know? <laughs> yeah, that really should because that really is fake news. No, but that's uh, that's how disclosure is going to happen. It's going to be very slow and granular, and it's going to grow and grow in, in the aspect of what they tell us to where eventually, maybe 50, 80, 100 years from now, we're going to get the uh, surprise where, hey, we've officially made contact. But by then, the contact would have been made 200 years before. You know, that's kind of the way that works. They you know, have been here for a long, long time, Angel. Oh, of course, but I'm talking about contact with this government. No. Not with this planet. I have no doubts about that. They've been around for many, many eons. Even though I don't, I don't buy into the entire, uh, you know, spectrum of what the ancient aliens talk about on that show, Ancient Aliens. Uh, Puma Pumku and all that stuff. Like, I'm not buying all of that, son. I'm not buying all that. But I will say this much. Uh, I've, I have no doubt they've been around for a long time. Uh, observing, passing by, maybe taking a vacation with the family and just swinging through. Yeah, that, that could be. You know, yeah. this is, this is the thing. Why isn't it, why isn't it that aliens are always either they're here like scientists or they're observing us or they're doing some terrible experiment on human beings or they're, you know, they're doing some crazy thing with this planet or they're here to mine for gold. Why couldn't it be that maybe it's just some family traveling from one end of the cosmos to another and they're like on vacation or some shit like Yeah, this, this is a vacation resort. You know, all vacation. the evil yeah. is done by humans. No, 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 humans on, are on, what's on. evil. This is a, this is a this, paradise this is a planet, man. This is vacation and when they go fishing on the lake, that's really our alien abductions. <laughs> this is the Jersey you know? Shore episode of the galaxy. If they're passing by, it's to laugh. It is literally to laugh at us and then fly away. I wouldn't yeah. call this like vacation. We're like in a zoo. This is like a zoo. So that mm-hmm. moment that you have at night when you feel like you're being watched, that's it. They are. They're watching you and they're laughing. And they're laughing and they're judging you. It's happening. Wow. So now not only is the rest of the world uh, laughing at us, aliens are laughing at us too. It's yeah. Well, not just us. I mean, aliens are laughing at the entire planet. <laughs> That's not, Americans don't have just a, all that. I mean, you know, there's plenty of us. There's plenty to laugh at in America, but I think we can, we can definitely go a whole world there for the aliens. Al- Absolutely. Yeah. Aliens are actually saying they think they're actually going to get off that planet, and we're not going to let them. Yeah, that too. Uh, and they shouldn't. They should not let us off this planet. We should absolutely nope. be quarantined 100%. No doubt. We can't get along that. with our neighbor. How the hell are we going to get along with another that's species? That's what I'm saying. God. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's our main problem right there. Yeah. That is it. What did oh I say the first goodness. time I met you? On air. Take on me future to your theater. leader. Uh, <laughs> on Future Theater, I made the comment that if, if an alien spacecraft landed in the road, in the hood, people will come out with ball bats and shotguns and shoot them motherfuckers. In Alabama, in Texas, no. now on my street out here, I swear to God, I'm pretty sure one of my neighbors no, probably has no, a gun, no. and their first response would be to shoot at it. 
Absolutely. See, that's where you guys are wrong, though, man. I'd go outside with a blunt, a 40-ounce, and some, I'd, I'd be blurry, I'd be blasting like Tupac in the background or some, or some really cool like hip hop music and I'd be like, Mr. Aliens, there's no need for any violence. There's no need for any of the, uh, light to zap me type of thing to like they did to Travis Walton where he flew back 30 feet. No, sir. No. Throw me a rope ladder. I'll go up for you, man. I will climb up the rope ladder for you guys. <laughs> There's no need for violence. It comes in peace. Oh, my goodness. And then I go up there, and we'll smoke in peace as we travel into the cosmos. And I tell you what, it'll be the greatest high of my life because I'll be on a spaceship, really high up up there, high, getting smoked <laughs> out, getting high with the aliens. <laughs> it's like, that is like life goal for Angel right there. That'd be it. That is my life dream. You have no idea. Like, I am selling everything I own just to make this happen. I will contact aliens one way or another. And we will okay, get high on a spaceship. <laughs> okay. One day the hosts of Skywatchers Radio are just gonna be, just to disappear. I mean, you'll know, you'll know Angel has finally been abducted by aliens. And the other guy, because he randomly likes to poke around in the paranormal, will be in like stuck in some fucking hell dimension. That's what will happen. <laughs> That's literally what's going to happen. And I will still be here because I don't fuck with any of that. <laughs> no? Okay. I'll be in a hell dimension. I mean, like, you'll really? Be in a hell dimension. Yep. You'll be in a hell dimension. Yep. We're, we talk about werewolves on my show a lot. You know, Chris, you're gonna be like, you're gonna be like, that's why I left that show. Fuck that. And, <laughs> that's, that's in the undercover videos I'm gonna put up. I'm gonna put up eight of them. <laughs> eight of them after the show on YouTube. Watch for YouTube, y'all. The real story of what went on on Skywatchers Radio. I'm playing. There's not gonna be any videos. I don't want people to like email the a hole blast like I was waiting for the video and I didn't see one. <laughs> <laughs> now. Correct me if I'm wrong. You've only participated in a few uh, Blast of the A-Holes, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you just, that was a new thing that you just started. Right. No, we've had them in the past. No, we, we, we used to do them, and then she, joined the, then she joined the show, and then we stopped doing it right after she joined the show. And then now oh, we've right. started... Dad, did we you think started... I wasn't cool enough for the A-Hole Blast? I don't know if that was the case. I want to we... crack a joke there. I'm going to choose not to. Yeah. <laughs> That was an excellent setup too, and I was just trying to move along because I knew it was a good setup. It was. It was a good setup. It really yeah. was. You had a golden opportunity there, other guy. I'm not going to be on the show for only one more time. You're running out of opportunities. I'm just saying. Yeah. One more so time, we... though. One more time, you're going to be with us. That's true. One yes. One more time. It's true. It's true. Speaking of werewolves, that's interesting that you're having one. Kind of to di- digress a little bit. I spoke to a lady. I interviewed her. Uh, who did past life readings, and she actually said that she had interviewed hmm. a woman who had been a werewolf in a previous life. It didn't go well for her. Really? Uh, <laughs> werewolf as in uh, Indian werewolf or werewolf as in Skinwalker E.T.? I did not get the details uh. of that. I didn't. I, we didn't there is go a into uh, further discussion. There on. is a difference. There, uh, the, uh, the Indians who go through magical ritual, and uh, they do have to do all kinds of evil crap, and become shapeshifters are are this, uh, they refer to them as skinwalkers and werewolves, but uh, it's also uh, the uh, shapeshifters that can change into any form. They can go from being a wolf to a sheep to a cow to a human. Uh, that's those people are eight, uh, et. 
Wow. Huh. Isn't that Quato from uh, Deep Space Nine there, other guy? Um. Oh, Quato? um. What's what the guy's was name? Odo, Odo, that was. Odo, uh, Odo, yeah. 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 How does yeah, that work? Because shape-shifting really fascinates me. That, I mean, is, is like, is this meat bag so, I mean, I don't even know what the right word is, that it can just be shaped like that? I mean, could humans do it, or do we have maybe to, a, like, Maybe it's a perception thing. Humans maybe do it, it through a magical ritual, and once they become whatever form they choose, they stay that way. Right, so that's not really right. shape-shifting, that's transformation. So, no. Well, they, that's transformation, right. it's shape they, they can't shift from a human to a, wor- to a wolf. They, once you shift, you stay that way. But an ET, I don't know what their physiological, physiological, whatever fucking word. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Physiology? Physiology. Physiology yeah. is. There you go. It's for I understand. For them to be able to, you know, shift in uh, at will. Because from what I understand, they can shift as many times as they want during the day or night or whatever. That would be cool. That would definitely be cool. I wouldn't want to be a werewolf. A vampire maybe. I wouldn't want to be a werewolf. A vampire could be... Well, it depends on what kind of vampires we're talking about. Yeah. Vampire could be cool depending upon what... But, I mean, to be an actual shapeshifter where I could literally transform myself into anything, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I'd like to be like Blade. I'd be like like a daywalker. That'd be be neat. Daywalker would be cool. Yeah. In other words, I'd like to be normal, just, you know, vampire powers. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, from what I understand, these, these, the ETs, um, are, they'll stand, they can stand like 14, 15, 16 feet Oof. up tall. Whoa. And, and, uh, were, uh, a, an Indian who changed himself, they don't even go there anymore. I mean, you have to do, uh, kill somebody in your family. Oh God! Through ritual, in order to finish the magical ritual, in order to become uh, another physical being or something. Damn uh, so you want to talk ritual. about dark, man? I mean that. Yeah. That is, and and so who does that? Nobody does that. So there's not. Well, very apparently many people do that. Yeah. You know about <laughs> it because somebody did it. I ain't doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> drawing the line. Drawing the yeah. line. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's yeah it's drive crazy. someone to do that. That is crazy. Wow. No, is thank there some you. benefit to becoming a werewolf? I mean, I don't. There has to be people are doing it. I don't I, I, you would think so. The only thing yeah. I can think of is that you do as much heinous crap as you can, and then you shift into another animal, and you don't have to worry about suffering the consequences. Well, wouldn't that be the consequence, being that animal? Well, the consequence is immortality because hell and heaven do not want you. You can't die because your soul stays here. Your spirit stays here. You can't. This is just what I understand from what people have That's told. very interesting. So if you do the bad shit to that length and you become a werewolf, then you live forever because your soul is stuck in that form. Exactly. Well, you're stuck here. Yeah, you can't leave because they don't want you on the other side because you're you're a piece of crap, that literal piece of crap, and they don't want you mucking up their world. 
Interesting. Sounds like the story of my life. <laughs> oh, boo boo, no. This is, just, this is just what I've been told. I don't know this to You'd be, be perfect if you didn't like Trump. You would. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. I didn't. I, I don't like Trump. I didn't no, that, that was that was meant for me. But you know what? That was that. That was that was it. Okay. But, you, but you know <laughs> what? But you know what? Okay. We we won. <laughs> Just wait. You haven't seen the hell that's about to come from that. Oh lord! <laughs> God, please pretend I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to start that war. It's like looking at my Facebook page. Oh my God. Ah, well then. You know, I predicted that that guy would be shot before he was inaugurated, and it didn't what? happen. Who, Did who happen. wants Pence? I, 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 you know, I get it. People are angry about, why would you want Mike to be the president? Really? That's what we're doing? That's, that's the backup? That's the best we can do? No wonder America sucks. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all what we want. What's wrong they with Mike pick, Pence? They, they pick it. They pick it. And that's when they get tired, they get true. When they get tired of Trump's BS, you know how he became so rich, powerful. He didn't pay anybody. Whenever he got close to having to pay somebody, he'd fire, file bankruptcy, so he didn't have to pay it, and that's how he held on to his money. He's a son of a bitch. He's a well, dirty, rotten, fucking little son of a bitch. That's not, that's not entirely true, but anyway. Angry man. Angry. He's I might have angry. to listen to yeah. you in a I'm not angry. I'm going to get it on the podcast, though, so I can like fast forward through parts. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of uh, fast-forwarding, I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Okay, Trump, oh, fast-forwarding, Trump, okay. A lot of fast-forwarding. Talk about Trump, was on bullshit, yeah, fast-forward. This is like absolutely, per- like when I'm having just like a salty day, I can just like turn on Rich's podcast, and then I can go over to Wise Frog's podcast, and I can yeah. just listen. That'll be great. You should start listening to uh, Jesse's podcast also. He's getting, he's getting there. Oh, is he getting there? <laughs> yeah. I love this. Jesse's been so informed. He's mad, man. Jesse's, Jesse's so mad. Oh, is yeah, he mad? Oh, he's so mad that you followed you right now. And I feel his pain. I really do. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I have to start listening. Okay. Okay. Jesse's finally, uh, he's gotten to the point that me and Rich has been on for, like, the last few years when you followed you. Or, you know, we're not, you know, I think, Jesse, well, f- to be honest, Rich is li- it's a little bit more fed up than I am with you following you, but, uh... Yeah, it's it's hard to like stick around and see everything that uh, that you know that I've seen for the last eight years and still take it serious. You take it as serious as you know you have to uh, if you want to continue doing this thing and, and be taken serious. Uh, because there's a lot of uh, pranksters, a lot of hoaxers, a lot of uh, jokesters, and a lot of uh, con artists in ufology. You know what kind of did it for me? What really grinded my gear with What's ufology? <laughs> Early on. We're talking back about, uh, well, back in the days. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was talking about six years ago. I was uh, on a show with I'm not name the name of the, uh, the the other people involved because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Uh, but this one person who hosts uh, conventions uh, and is a very popular person within the world of ufology and paranormal uh, asked me, you know, what are your intentions with uh, this radio you know show of yours? And I said, uh, well, you know, it's, uh, it's a hobby, and I just I really love the subject and this and that. And, and this person said to me, and uh, they said, well, you know, what you really need is a, is a gimmick if you really want to make money in, the, in this field. And I was like, well, I really wasn't thinking about it in that sense because I make a lot of money in my job as it is, you know. I don't do this for the money. 
and they're like, oh, come on, everybody does this for the money, and if you get a gimmick, you would actually be able to make a lot of money. What you need to do is, you know, even if you have to make up a story, make something up, something that people can believe, and really? just sell it. Make Write a book and sell it. And I'm telling you, <laughs> write a book and sell that, that's, the, that's, that's the way a lot of my friends have been doing it, and it works. And I can put you on some of our uh, conventions if you want to start going on these things. And it kind of blew me away because I was like, wait a second. It, does this is this the kind of conversation a lot of people that get involved early on have with some folks in, within the, the world of ufology? Because that kind of blew me away that this person would even open up like that, considering I barely knew this person. Like, wow, what and a douche! I, again, no, not so much a douche. Maybe they're giving me some advice, like, hey, you want to make some money? Here's some friendly advice. So I can't even say what a douche. Well, you know, what a douche in different ways, but. The, the point of the matter is that this is kind of like what I I learned right off the bat that this is kind of like the way it is with some folks. I mean, not everybody obviously gets involved because they want to make a buck or two or or something. You know, some a lot of folks get involved because they actually have a love for the subject and they want to see you know what it's all about and stuff. And I think that's why Rich got involved. And I think he, he got fed up because of uh, you know he saw what it really was. And Jesse's, uh, you know, we take Jesse a little bit of to get there, but he's getting there, and he's he's seen now for the last few years that yeah, it's a bunch of you know baloney. Not everybody's telling the truth. There that's might be exactly, some people telling the truth, but not everybody's telling the truth. That's why I don't go UFOs very often. I go with more uh, everything else because <laughs> UFOs well, just people are a little bit UFOlogies just yeah. I mean, everybody's got their bull, bullshit story, and it's like. Okay, um, whatever, man. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, hey, all right, I, I believe, I believe, I will tell some people, I will believe that you believe your story. And I, you know, my stories, I expect that out of other people, too. I mean, it's like, I'll tell you my story, but I only believe, I only expect you to believe that I believe my story. I don't expect you to, to come out because right. I got some amazing crap, and I, I don't expect anybody to believe it. Right. What I always love is when you hear the folks just say, you know what, everybody's a hoax, everybody's a liar, except for me. Except yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> except I'm telling you the you truth. Know, I think one of the reasons why maybe the field is cult. just so slow is because, you know, when they're not, you know, government-sponsored UFOs just randomly snatching us and doing mean things to us just to support the narrative, I think the really intelligent UFOs just have no reason to talk to us. And it... I mean, I think it's just, it's not any deeper than that. I mean, I mean, kind of just think about it. Like, why would they? This advanced race of, you know, you know, whatever they are, you know, they can go here and fly by our planet and, you know, do all the amazing things that we think they can do. Why? Why would they talk to us? I well, swear to God, crop circles are the test, and until we he, can read one, we're not passing here, it. Here's another one for you, Crystal. When somebody comes out and they're actually 100% legit, and they come out with their story, and they get slammed and told that they're full of shit. Oh, absolutely. That too. You know, I mean, there's always that. So, you know, so you just learn to keep your mouth shut real fast. Mm -hmm. and yeah. That's a, yeah, it's true. I mean, I think if I was contacted by an ET and I had like an intelligent, like an amazing experience, it would really depend on my conversation with that being whether or not I tell people. And the and the scope of whether or not I'd feel the need to share it, it would really depend on that conversation. 
the problem it, with it really would. the the problem is you know there's folks like that that I'm sure are having real experiences, but the main problem that we have to go through is the Stan Romanics of the world, uh, you know the Eric Van Danikins of the world, David Ikes of the world, David Wilcox of the world, uh, David Sean Mortons of the world, uh, you know the folks that are just clear hoaxers of the world. Uh, that are completely taking, you know, the money in this field, uh, because they sell out these uh, auditoriums, they sell out these conventions. UFO Congress, right. which just happened this week, uh, was sold out. And a lot of people went to this thing. And I'm sure some of it, you know, there was, some of the people that were there, uh, were there saying some truthful stuff, and sure some were saying some fake stuff. But the problem is, uh, the big echelon folks that are making all the money, when you really look at what they're doing, they're all charlatans. The big, I'm talking about the big boys in the ufology industry. And this is what it's become an industry. And it's yeah. like a money making industry. And when you look at it for what it is, and you start looking at some of these folks within this community, it's easy to pinpoint who is fake and who is real because you can, like, we all have a, a pretty decent, uh, I would hope anyway that we all have a pretty decent bullshit meter. I mean, I have a pretty good one, and I can smell bullshit pretty far, you know, from a mile away. And some of these guys, as soon as I see them step in the scene, I'm like, yeah, this guy's full of shit. Right. Andrew Bisaggio. There you go. I was just going to, I was waiting for you to shut up so I could bring his name up. Oh, here's a, Crystal, Crystal, there's a reason that I, I can call him. I know how to ask him all the right questions because I am what he claims to be. But I don't come out on the radio and talk about it, except for Jesse got me fucking talking about it one night. Uh, and, <laughs> Damn you, Jesse! Hey, I told, is, you, I, was, I, told like, you I wasn't going to bring that up, so we're not we're not even talking about that tonight. Yeah, that's fine. But it's like, for example, you know, it's like, okay, what is it truly like there? What is what does it smell like? What is it, why can't you drink the water? Why don't you ever want to eat there? You don't right. want to stand next to anybody because you're going to end up getting head lice from absolutely everybody because everybody's got head lice. <laughs> the amount of dysentery involved, the fact that little kids were not involved in the military whatsoever except for you would have one 10-year-old boy who played the drums and was a runner for everybody in the platoon. And that was it. And wow. he's going to come out and say this kind of crap. And and I could go on and on and on and on and on, but Angel doesn't want. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Jaime Musan, good job, the testicles. Good job. What, what, good job, DT. Another, I love the testicles. It's another name. Um, but yeah, yeah let's not talk about that. Yeah. But you know, it's hard. I think it's, it's hard to find a, you know, and here's why too, because I think that, you know, some of these genuine stories that I hear from people, the ones that we believe, they're so fantastical. They are so, like, absolutely just mind blowing, incredible. Like, I don't even think I could write that shit. Like, just so interesting. The things that actually I, happen to people know. who can be believed. And there's such human arrogance, too. And I take, <clears throat> I was, I watched the movie, um, The Arrival, which was actually, I thought, really good. Um, and they were talking about the alien's language. And I'm listening, and I'm reading this article from this linguist who is like all up in her, like, I know everything, blah, blah, blah. And she's literally criticizing this because obviously we know how aliens would speak. Why would you know? Why? Why would you like? <laughs> and, like and I'm, I'm reading this article and she's like, this is impossible because this is how language is. And I'm like, you're dealing with a 
fucking alien. How would you know that's how it is? Like, why can you not even entertain that this might be the way that these aliens? I know it was a movie, but why could you not even entertain it? Because I, because you've studied like fucking five thousand years of like human history, and that's the way it is. Are you kidding that's, me? Right now? That's the common human arrogance at work and the ego. Because again, this is it's very simple. Uh, and, and this is why NASA, and well, not even NASA, but well, the human race in general, uh, might actually not have found a connection yet with another race. I mean, we we all want to believe that we've been lied to, and you know, that, that it's a big conspiracy that you know aliens and NASA and the governments have made contact years ago. But let's just play devil's advocate and say that it's never happened. And one reason I believe it would never happen, uh, if it never has happened, is because of the simple fact that we're so arrogant in believing that all life out there is going to be just like us. It's going to be carbon-based. It's going to be just like Earth, uh, the habitable zone. It has to be exactly like our planet. It has to be exactly like human beings, which no one doesn't. It could be silicone-based. It could be, you know, some kind of exotic uh, base of life form that we can't even comprehend. Uh, But NASA's way of thinking is like, oh, even their signals going to be like, you know, our signals. Why would aliens have exactly the same technology that we have? Exactly. Does that, that. make any sense? They're aliens. Exactly you gotta that. think a little bit outside the box. And, uh, that's one of the reasons why I think SETI is such a big failure. Whether we've been, you know, made contact or not on a, on a deep undercover level. But uh, SETI, which is a public organization, is a huge flop and a huge failure. Why? Because they're backwards. They're doing everything backwards. They're looking at, you know, the universe at a spectrum that we would communicate in. Right. Right. How is that gonna search your life? Yeah. Okay. We can't even conceive it. Like, science just lacks this level of imagination that is 100% absolutely required, I think, to actually find, you know, contacts with the ETs. Absolutely. Yep. I'm telling you, when we can decide for, I'm telling you, they've, they've been testing us, and I tell you, it's those stupid fucking crop circles. When we can read a crop circle, <laughs> then the ETs will talk to us. Until then, we are beat. That is the test, and we consistently flunk the test. David Fivehead Wilcox. Good job, Sebastian. Thank you. <laughs> he put forehead, but I put five head. He's got a five head, that guy. Yeah, I can't stand David Wilcox. Cannot stand him. Uh, real quick before we go, because we're short out of time here, and uh, I want to play that audio clip in a couple minutes here uh, before we, Dr. J gets on the air in a few. Um, the clip, of course, is Jacob Israel's and uh, his new video on uh, YouTube, uh, so you guys can check it out. Uh, but uh, real quick, you guys uh, know who Kyrie Irving is, right? Kyrie Irving? Irving? Kyrie Irving. No. no he uh he plays basketball for the uh Cleveland uh, Cavaliers. Well that's why oh, I have the no flat clue. earth guy. <laughs> the flat earth I don't, guy. I don't care about basketball. Okay, well he, he's kind of like a big name. He's a, one of the superstars in the Cleveland. He plays with LeBron James, so it's a big name team. And uh he came out uh recently and uh he did a podcast uh a podcast show and they asked him about uh, his belief on you know the flat earth theory. And the dude, <laughs> flat out, I mean, he went in on this subject. He is 100% in on being on a flat earth. Like, this guy oh, has no man. doubts. And we're talking about a multi-millionaire. Where did this come from? I'm He's like a 25-year-old kid. Okay, like, we're talking about some old funny sudden flat earthers, like, reemerge. Like, what the hell happened that what somebody f- was all of a sudden like, yes, we need to bring back the fucking flat earth? Like, what, what happened? Is it is spreading like wildflowers, guys. What is wrong with what the fuck is wrong with people? I mean, you got these snowflakes <laughs> over here cutting their dicks off because they're protesting Trump. Yeah, but that's actually a good thing. That's a good thing. Flat Earthers. 
Oh, You're stupid. What the hell's wrong with these people? And why do we even pay them any attention? Because it's Kyrie Irving. There you go. That's it. By the way, those uh, people cutting the genitalia off because of Trump. Good going. Yes, please do that. They can't breed. Yeah, I like that. That's the. They can't breed. They. That's it. You know, no more stupidity born out of these folks. So hey, that's great, man. Do it. I I endorse that behavior. If you hate Trump, cut your ding dong off. Go for it. <laughs> or you could just peacefully protest. I'm just or you could do out. that, but or you could throw <laughs> peace these <after> folks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. That. You could just uh... <laughs> throw pizza. Uh, oh god! <laughs> throw all the pussies they were wearing, you know, around. You, you know, it's there. Like, you go. Here, grab this. Uh, by the way, <laughs> before we let you guys go for the evening, because we're really out, we're really out of time here, and uh, we got to get going. I just want to tell you, tell you guys that uh, Donald Trump owns 515 businesses, seven of which declared Chapter 11 bankruptcy. That's a 98.64 percent success rate. And you want to tell me again how unsuccessful he is? <gasps> yeah, Trump is a horrible. Person, I never like said he was 98 percent successful. I said he so. doesn't pay anybody, and that's Perfect. why he keeps his money. That, that is not true. But anyway, he is not a horrible person. It's horrible person. Hillary, Hillary horrible person anyway. like every other president we've had. Horrible. Well, that, that much is true. Except for, uh, well, he wasn't that bad, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? Reagan's all right. I don't he understand why that's He wasn't that me. bad until he got shot. And then he was yeah. like everybody president. else. Kennedy was a good president. George Washington was probably a good president. Everybody after that is suspect of shit. Okay. Abraham Lincoln, yo. Abraham Lincoln. But it doesn't matter because it's all the same bullshit anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, guys, we're all, all out of time here, and uh, we're moving on now. And Dr. J Radio will be coming up in a, a few minutes, but first, Jacob Israel's video is going to play here, the audio of it, so you guys can check that out. Uh, Crystal, once again, uh, you know, we're going to miss you, uh, but you're going to be on with us one more week. And then, yes. uh, it, it's uh, bye bye, Crystal. Bye, Good bye, night, bye. Crystal Storm. We're gonna miss her. Gonna miss her so. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna miss you. Too. Bye, 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 Crystal Storm. I'm gonna call her just to troll you. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be a troll. I never get the yeah. troll. I was just saying this yeah. earlier. I'm gonna start trolling. I'm trolling all the shows on PSN. I should I do believe that too. You, you want to do it? Come on, wise Yeah, yeah especially Jesse's show. I'm gonna troll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start calling into shows and trolling people. That's it. Hi, guys. <laughs> How you doing today? But I'm not taking any calls during Women in Hoodies. I don't want none of your trolls. I don't take calls. <laughs> See? There you go. <laughs> I like taking calls. I just don't get many of them. But anyway, moving on. Uh, guys, we're all out of time. Uh, peace be on with you. Like I always say around this time, stay looking up at the skies. Stay classy. And uh, hey, peace, everybody. Love you all. See you.